Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Mike, and this is Into the Grid. And let me introduce you to my fellow mate on this podcast, Sean. Hey, guys. So how's it going, Sean? Oh, not bad, you know, just uh, living, watching Power Rangers, which of is like the highlight of my week. Of course, Power Rangers. It's, it's, it's always a highlight of my life. I fucking love it. Yeah. It's just so weird. I'm talking to other people about Power Rangers, and they're just like... Uh, you know, I used to watch Power Rangers when I was a kid, and I dropped off since then. I was like, dude, really? Come on, you gotta go back and watch Power Rangers, man. It's so good. It's, 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 real it's so good, good people. Like, you can watch along with us. It's on Netflix. Uh, pretty simple with your Netflix description. Just type in the show we're watching and watch the episode with us. It's pretty cool. And what show are we watching, Mike? Uh, this uh, we're talking about is Dino Thunder in particular. Power Rangers Dino Thunder. And today, Sean, today, Sean, we're going over episode eight uh, called Golden Boy. Hmm. So, okay, let me clarify this when I was researching this episode on because we do two, two uh, we do like three sources. We use Wikipedia, IMDb, and then we use the Ranger Wiki. The Ranger Wiki mislabeled the writer credit. Oh, really? So I was looking at the writer credit. I was like, that's the same credit as last week's uh, because we talked about them before. And I was like, wait, that can't uh -huh. be right. So I looked at Wikipedia and the Wikipedia had the correct writer, which I double checked on Ranger Wiki, which labeled the correct writing credit. So I don't know who wrote the article for this, but I was just like, they mislabeled the uh, writer. But the writer is Ann Knapp, uh, also known as right. Ann Austin. We talked about it before. She was the one that wrote a bunch of the previous episode, like Legacy of Power, Black, Back in Black, and I think Part oh, 2 of Dino, Day of the Dino. So we've known her work before. That's so That's a pretty good uh, track record. Yeah, so we've liked her. But we have a new director this time, uh, directing this episode. Uh, his name is Paul Grinder. Okay. Uh, let me give you... A little insight on directing work. Uh, he first started directing a episode of Xena Warrior Princess. Of course. So the things that, things I've noticed while doing this podcast here is that a bunch of writers and directors of this show in particular have worked on Xena Warrior Princess and Hercules, which worked with Sam Raimi. So thanks to Sam Raimi for bringing these people on the Power Rangers eventually. Yeah. So. Oh, holy shit. Um. Uh, then he's directed five. He uh, directed five episodes of Ninja Storm, five episodes of wow. Dino Thunder, two episodes of SPD, and directed a unknown episodes of Mystic Force. IMDb, you're really confusing me here, but okay, he's head working. But here's the thing: after Power Rangers, he has had massive work as a assistant director. 40. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at this. 40 credits worth of, and which I'm excited for. So. Uh, let's talk about his most recent work and work your way down a little bit. So his upcoming his uh, his upcoming work is actually going to be the first assistant director for four episodes of the upcoming Cowboy Bebop show. Is that going to be Netflix? Yes, that... I've heard it's Netflix. Okay. So all right, he's he was the first all assistant right. live action. Yes, this is the live action Cowboy Bebop that's happening. Okay, which I'm kind of okay. curious. Yep, well, yep, John Chosen yep, yep, that. Um, he did Lost in Space, which is also Netflix, uh, for eight episodes as first assistant director. Uh, I didn't watch that. He did Black Sails, which is another show. 
Uh, I didn't realize this, but he did four episodes of Timeless, which is a great, great, great show. I highly recommend oh, Timeless. I watched the pilot. Oh, it's a. I watched the pilot and really liked it, but I never watched past that. Oh, it's a good show. Timeless is a oh, show gosh. that's. Uh, it got canceled like uh, after yeah. the first season. It came back for the second season and like a Christmas special. Okay. Okay. Then he did Spartacus. Quite a bit of Spartacus, the show. Uh, the Double, the uh, District Lord's Nine. He did Underworld, Rise of the Lycans, uh, oh, wow. Thirty Days of Night. Uh, hey, our boy, our boy Johnny oh. Kapa. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Kapaha uh, back man. on board for a second. Which <laughs> I would like to remind everybody: this is not a sequel. Oh. It's not a sequel. Back on board is not a sequel. Okay. Like, because I, I feel like we've been over this already, but I just wanted to make sure everybody remembers that this movie, Johnny Kapahala, Back on Board is not a sequel. Also, that movie was written by Ann Austin and Douglas Sloan. There we go. Uh, which connects to Down of Thunder. Um, let's yeah. see. Out of the Blue, Boogeyman, River Queen, River World. Uh, Oh, he's, he was a first assistant director on Xena Warrior Princess. Okay, that makes sense. Second year director on Young Hercules, Amazon High, uh, <laughs> Alex. My grandpa is a vampire. <laughs> My grandpa what? is a vampire. 1992, second, second. What is this? Oh, God, don't <laughs> click on it. Don't click on it. Oh, God, that image is horrifying. Look at the poster. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm gonna post that in the afterlife. That'd be so funny. Yes, so the poster. I returned to Blue Lagoon. Um, Brotherhood of the Rose, Stone of Death, the Thirteenth Floor, Dogs in Space, eighty six. What is? Th- I might look that one up. Uh, so he's had an extensive career as a assistant director, which I highly recommend. Like, there's a lot of good credits here, especially the most recent stuff too. So. Uh, it's exciting to see uh, our boy Paul Grinder directing for sure. Uh, um, Sean, yeah. do you have any memories of Golden Boy? Okay. There is, I don't know if you know this, you probably know this, but somebody's son is in this episode. That is, I've, if I I've remember read correctly. something about that. I didn't want to spoil it for you. It, so I remember. <laughs> I, re- I remember somebody's son. Mm-hmm. I, can I say who it is? Zeltrax, right? It's Zeltrax's son. Zeltrax's yep. son is in this. I remember he's like a mini yep. Zeltrax, but like golden. That's correct. And uh, that's all yeah. I remember about this <laughs> That's probably the only thing. Um, I don't remember anything else besides that. I was like, I read the synopsis. I was like, oh, Zeltrax's son. Okay. Uh, he had a son. Uh, trying to question the logic of who gave birth to the son. I mean, he's got I think it's more like a created, like, test tube baby. <laughs> I mean... Probably. I'm trying to think, like, the logic and power. Just like, do they fornicate? <laughs> like, the monsters fornicate? For t- don't, don't ask that question, <laughs> Mike. I'm sorry. I, I know if they call the Super Sentai footage, you know, you could, you could imagine the original show doing something like that. 
I don't know. Those are the things I think of, okay? <laughs> Just the random shit yeah, I think yeah. of. Um, yeah. Fuck, I don't even know. I don't even know. No, but yeah, know. I think uh, we're going to see uh, some Zeltrux action for sure in this episode. Your boy. Your your main man, boy. The man you... He's, he's a badass. I'm hoping... I'm hoping if this is a Zeltrax episode, it will also be mm. a Tommy episode. Because, like, they kind of go hand in yep. hand, you know what I mean? Uh, so, it's time to go into, into the, the grid. grid. So yeah, Golden Boy. Uh, I forgot to mention earlier that this was originally aired on March 27th, 2004. Uh, th- there's a lot going on in this episode uh, for Golden Boy. Oh yeah. Oh dear God, okay. It's pretty good, I liked it. It was, yeah, it it, it, it was a Zeltrex episode, a bit. It was also a bit of a uh, anti-Mercer and Trent episode as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of everything going on. A little bit of everything going on, that's for sure. Uh, right away, at the very beginning, there was a there's a monster attacking the city. Yeah, that started off real, real quick. Um, so this is our first monster of the episode. Um, gets a brief appearance at the beginning here. Uh, his name is uh, Dysotron. Okay. Dice, Dysotron yeah, got, is a yeah. dice-themed monster. It's a minor antagonist for this episode because it's just it sets up leading up to the main antagonist of this episode. Yeah, he's on screen um, for like maybe a minute. Yeah, so they have the the Megazords popped out for this fight with them. And uh, I guess with the abilities for this monster in particular, it's transpo- uh, tele- uh, transportation, so it's able to teleport different places. So the fight gets transported yeah. into like the Arctic yeah. for a brief like yeah, minute. That was a little strange. <laughs> it's like oh, a little a little different. Um, it's like brr, it's so cold in the Arctic, you know. And then one of the lines was like, uh, I, "I get the oh, phrase now, chill like a villain now." <laughs> By Connor, I was just like Connor. Talking, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, this is like the previous monsters. This is this is a purely diced, like dice. Period. There's there was like no other animal or plant base mixed with it. There was nothing else to indicate. Well, there goes that, the theory. I mean, for this episode at least. At least um, for this episode. Yeah, we don't know who created the monster. It's very unknown. I mean, I would assume uh, it was because of... It could be Mesagai. Well, I was because... thinking Elsa and Zoltrax because of how worried they are over its, like, loss. Right, so yeah, we... it's, it's a great Zord fight at the beginning, I mean, oh, with is. them, so... It starts off real it's... quick. Oh yeah, you get all the, the, the moves and, like, the drill and all that stuff, but this leads into um, 
Elsa and Zeltrex like saying, "I'm not telling this to Massacre. I'm not telling this to Massacre. I don't want to be disappointed again." And this leads into like, and this is what I was referring to at the beginning of the episode, talking about how uh, Zeltrex's son comes about. Uh, it's explained here straightforward that he's in the Geno Randomizer. He puts himself in there to like enhance himself in a way, but it turns out the DNA from him uh, computes out. A son, yeah. in a sense, yeah. And they're like, it's like father, <laughs> like it, it kind of remind me of like the um, uh in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles two, the secret of the ooze. It's just like <laughs> Shred- Shredder has like the two mutants, like Dada. <laughs> it's just like the, the same reaction moment. It was like oh, funny. Yeah. It's like so I got that feeling. Um, so yeah, we see his son. And he's got the suit. Um, it's it's cool very suit. much nice. It's it's a cool suit. It's gold with red and white, and he's got blades on the arms. Yeah. The voice actor for Veltrex also voiced the son here. Oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, James Galen is his okay. name. So, okay. uh, so he's uh, it's it's interesting because I kind I kind of hear like it's interesting he's got a deeper voice for Veltrex, but then with his son, which is later, he names him Goldenrod. So, it's a little rude. Um, I mean, his the episode's called Golden Boy, and then it's like Goldenrod is his name. It's just like it's a little, it's, it's a little bit of a rude name, you know. You don't get to point out. <laughs> look, he does look like a big fucking Goldenrod, but you don't get to point it out. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like he voices both characters. Uh, James Galen is a really good voice for Valtrex, and he's been a awesome. Yeah, no, uh, thus far is, this, this episode. is my favorite episode of his so far well i mean this is my favorite appearance of him in an episode so far i should say um and so golden ride as i'm gonna call him the son he's like i'm here to serve you father anything you want to do i'll do it for you like a servant and i was like okay uh we cut to Haley cyberspace and it's this is weird. It's like the editing and the camera movements for seeing Trent working hard is a little bit jarring for me. It's just like you see white flashes, like foo, 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 foo. It's like, oh god, he's so busy, just like in cyberspace. For a second, I thought we were watching a Baz Luhrmann film. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? This is the fucking um, Gatsby. What are we? What are we doing? <laughs> So apparently in school, there's a there all the students are working on government projects. So that's what Ethan and Trent are paired up as a team to do a government project. And he's like, I can't. I'm working so hard now. <laughs> and then uh <sighs> Cassidy. Look, hey, Cassidy might have sucked, <laughs> but dude, Dylan brought it this episode. Dylan was great. So uh, Cassidy's snapping her fingers to get him just to, oh, for a stupid like latte foam like stupid thing like like if it sits in the bar long enough and the foam disappears don't like it the 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 foam disappears and also the editing with the snap was also super strange was, I know it was a little jarring Devin you said Dylan by the way that's did Devin Dylan? yeah you did I it's Devin Dylan. not not Dylan guess what his name is De- Dylan now. So Dylan, <laughs> I will say Devin. I will uh, say Dylan, yeah. and we'll see what oh. wins. 
He first up on the table, he has a fucking Sunday on the table. He's got like strawberry ice cream, some cherries, and whipped cream like on in front of him. And he asks very politely to Trent, Hey, how about that smoothie I ordered? And I was like, dude, you do you need a, a Sunday and a fucking smoothie? Look, at least he wasn't fucking snapping his fingers at him like his fucking friend is like god she's such a bitch i know she is i'm trying to stay open-minded about her but i just hate her so much it gets worse in this episode for me with cassidy but then ethan tries to like help out a bit and starts to like hack into cassidy's laptop and so every time he she presses a key on the keyboard someone screams and she gets freaked out have you ever been sent one of those like jump scare links yes oh i hate those those are the worst uh off topic but i'm about to send you a link real quick uh (laughs) (laughs) don't you dare don't you dare um uh so ethan kind of gets in trouble by Haley for doing that he's but he he continues with that anton mercer comes in to pick up uh, trent anton mercer and he's like, but Jen's like, no, I, I'm so busy and I can't, I can't, I'm in the middle of work. And, and then Anton Mercer has like this hierarchy of work, you know, he's, he should be in a managerial role, you know, and <laughs> he's like, work, this family doesn't work. That's why we own people to work for us. He's fucking like, I'm a businessman. He's like a fucking oil baron from the fucking, <laughs> the 1800s. <laughs> With like, there would be blood. <laughs> Yeah, have you ever seen, have you seen, um, I don't remember what, it might have been for, like, around the time Black Klansman came out, but, uh, Adam Driver went on SNL, and he did a skit about, yes, yes, I've seen that one undercover boss. Uh, Oh, no, not, not the Star Wars one. He came on after that, and he did one where he, like, he's playing an oil baron who goes to his son's, like, open house to, or, like, the job fair. What oh you- crap i didn't see that one it's crap it's really, okay. really good you gotta watch it everybody else is fucking uh, losing their shit and adam driver just has a fucking straight face the entire time he does not break character for a second um, anyways but then that's who i think then- anton mercer is <laughs> yeah i believe it he's just so business and all serious yeah uh Devin is behind the bar making it so smooth. And this, honestly, uh, this right here was the biggest laugh this show has gotten from me so far. Like, this was <laughs> the tennis moment from a couple episodes for you. This was that for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, he just, like, he was trying to make a smoothie and then put the lid on. And so he just splurts up into well, his face. Because he's doing it right at first. Like, when Trent come o- comes over, he's he's making the smoothie the right way. Then he takes it off to throw something in and just hits the button again and it fucking explodes all over his face. It's hysterical. I don't know. I, that, 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 like, the laugh that you gave at the fucking tennis ball attack a couple episodes ago, like, that's how I felt about the, uh, the smoothie. Yeah. The smoothie incident. Yeah. It's, incident. Yeah. I agree. I agree. The smoothie bit. Uh, we cut back to the island and we see more Elsa and Messico. Uh, Elsa and Zeltrix. <laughs> sure, the island. Yeah, that's an underrated film. <laughs> Mesogog's Island. Yes. Mesogog's Island. Sorry. Uh, Mesogog's Island. Uh, yeah, they're still trying to figure out why he's calling Zeltrix father 
It's like they don't even know what happened, but it's just common sense where it's like the DNA from him, like I've explained before, it just made him into what he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they uh, he Zotrex gives him an order to uh, go after Tommy. Yeah, Zotrex really doesn't like Tommy, and let me tell you, it's just gonna get worse. Like even in this episode, his hate is gonna grow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially in this episode, and I don't know what the relationship. Uh, beforehand of Zeltrex and Tommy is because I'm kind of curious of what how because later on I'm skipping ahead a little bit there, they fight of course and he's like you're my sworn enemy and I'm thinking what the hell did, did Tommy do like so sure he's working with Messica but it was it because of the things he done on the island blowing it up and shit like that I don't know what caused the series of events be- beyond that I think I can pretty safely say that the Stuff with Tommy and Zeltrax is the most interesting stuff going on in this show right now. Oh yeah, for sure. I I totally agree with that. Um, so Tommy picks up uh, Trent because uh, he worked late. Uh, but then we get some a lot of exposition dialogue. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't I get before about Trent? Yeah. Uh, Answer some questions. <laughs> Yeah, he basically tells Tommy that uh, about Anton Mercer is that uh, Anton basically adopted him because he worked with his parents uh, in a, at a dig. There was a cave-in, so uh, parents like, never got out, and so he just saved him, basically. So it's just like, that's, that's yeah. honorable. I mean, that's nice to do that, but it just... Never knew that no. about Trent. Yeah, we, we find that out. Uh, it kind of, I think it, I think it explains a little bit of the tenseness in their relationship. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I, I definitely didn't remember that. Uh, I think, <laughs> Mike, you could attest to when they said it, and I went, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah." And then, uh, so Trent and. Tommy are driving away, oh and then we see her, see we see a boy Goldenrod come up running like the Flash on the oh, road uh, right behind him in the life. Jeep. When I was eleven years old, my mother was killed by a guy in a yellow suit. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't actually know the words. And so he puts on the brakes, and 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 Goldenrod bumps into the back of the Jeep, and he flungs back. <laughs> Which, I mean, fucking Tommy is like, my insurance is never going to believe this. Exactly. Yeah, he's not going to buy this. And then he just comes like backwards, just stands right up. He's pretty fucking scared. Which one of you is Dr. Oliver and just starts fighting with them? Yeah, and it's a pretty good civilian fight, to be honest. Yeah, and then, uh, and then Trent gets involved in this mess too because Tommy's like trying to call for help in the process. Yeah, uh, Trent is not the best fighter. <laughs> um not yet at least. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Uh but he Trent gets flung around by Goldenrod. He just mm-hmm. like Fucking gets doll. picked up just just like picked up and thrown around you can, you can see the wire work in action with this because he's like flying in the air and laying on the ground and then up in the air again and down to the ground it's just like damn yeah they, getting such they a beating him around 
They just flung her around like a freaking frisbee. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good civilian fight. And then uh, uh, Power Rangers, the other Power Rangers come in. Uh, Connor, Ethan, and Kira come in on their uh, Raptors cycles to help save. And there's a moment between uh, Kira and Trent, and she's like, Trent, are you all right? He's like, she, he's like what, uh, how do you know my name? And she's like, uh... uh fuck. <laughs> you imagine? He's like, how, how do you know my name? She goes, uh, fuck, and just punches him in the face and knocks him out. And just, uh, fuck, go to sleep! Boom! Um, Connor and Ethan kick uh, Golden Round down, but then Zeltrex comes in, and he's like, come with me. Now let's get out of here. To retreat as they always do. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. I don't do as you're told. Yes, father. Did he just call father? Him father? I think so. Uh, back in Mesagog's island, uh, Elsa just like tries to make him stronger. Going back into the machine, the Gino randomizer. Maybe I think we established that. I think that's what yeah, he's the- been using. Yeah, the genome randomizer is that the hydro regenerator is what is the makes him giant, giant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Zeltrex is trying to make him stronger. Just uh, okay. So Zeltrex, I believe, in the sun is like plot A, and I believe plot B is basically at the anti-mercer trend story. Yeah. In in this episode, so we cut back to anti-mercer's office, and. As we discussed earlier, uh, Anton Mercer wanted to give Trent a managerial job because he's like, you can't work. You know, is that we, what Mercers do? Yeah. And so his, his plan is is to buy Haley's cyberspace. Yeah, Anton Mercer's kind of a child. I didn't realize it until just this episode, but like, he just wants to like buy everything when it doesn't go his way. Yeah. Yeah, Anton Mercer kind of sucks, guys. Yeah, he's uh, it's interesting that we see Anton Mercer in this episode, and we never seen Mesagog. So I was gonna point that out later. It's pretty interesting that uh, a whole lot of Anton Mercer just... in this episode, no Mesagog. Yeah, so it's just uh, I'll bring it up towards the end too because something does happen uh, later on regarding. Yeah. And I that. noticed something as well, so I'll uh, yeah, I'll wait till later to uh, find it out. Yep. So, and then uh, Trent's like, wait, how come you, Dr. Oliver, you don't hang out anymore? And it's like, and Mercer's like, we had our time together, but now we've just pursued it other things. We drifted Tommy apart. Tommy and I decided that it was for the best if we stopped seeing each other. What? I mean, uh, I blew up an island. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? What, what, you, what, do you mean, what do you mean, Dad? What? Uh, What'd you do? I mean... I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> what? Uh, go to your room. Stay away from any green portals. But yeah, so I'm I would cut to my Haley. son so that he stops asking questions. Cut back to Haley's cyberspace, and Haley gets the uh, notice from City Hall about uh, the purchase of cyberspace and a new landlord. And uh, Tommy, Ethan, and Trent uh, go to City Hall to get it all resolved. Uh, and then Cassidy and Devin hears about it and goes to City Hall as well. 
Um, so yeah, Tommy knows somebody at City Hall, and that's why they're going to talk to somebody at City Hall to get yeah. this resolved. Yeah. And it's actually somebody new. It's Councilwoman Eleanor Sanchez that gets a little bit part in this, a little bit to, like, a little bit of disgusting, and then towards the end of the bit of the episode. But it's a little different uh, to see a councilwoman instead of councilman, which is progressive. Yeah, in 2004. 2004, at least. But then all of a sudden, oh no, Zeltrix and Goldenrod appear. Oh no. At City Hall. What will we do? We can't possibly just, stop them. I think Goldenrod just starts shooting just lasers just like right at him. Get and they flip there. out of the way. <laughs> uh, Trent uh, gets uh, Eleanor Sanchez out of the way in safety, and then everyone else basically morphs to fight both of them. Yeah. That's and then <laughs> Cassidy and Devin, because as Trent and the council lady comes, leaves, and she's like, Yoo-hoo, council lady! And it's just trying to get their attention for the project. And we can't, we're here first! And then uh, Intruders goes in the middle of it and zaps right at him, and they fly into the air and just... I'm just like, Cassidy, you dumb bitch. Uh, God, maybe they get zapped for being so stupid. I mean, like, the, the, I mean, the last two episodes, I'm surprised that she was like interviewing one of the monsters, but now she's just so oblivious and gets blasted by one of them now. Like, at least with uh, Dylan. Uh, at least with Dylan. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call him Dylan. Uh, at least I don't with care. Dylan, he's an idiot. So, like, that's his excuse. Cassidy's supposed to be smart. And, like, mm, she does some really dumb stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Trent talks to the councilwoman about the cyberspace. Just, like, we're safe now. We're just going to talk. Yeah, like, this <laughs> As a fight's going monster, on. like, fucking 100 feet away, but whatever. But, yeah, we'll just talk. Just talk and talk. I, well, he's not a ranger yet, so it just gives him a chance to voice his opinion about the matter. Um, yeah, the fight choreography is always amazing in these fights. Villain or powered up. Yeah. Yeah, I... The fight is good. I, I just look... I'm here for Zeltrax and Tommy's sword fights. Always. Their sword fights are just really good. Although we get to get to see like some cool looks at um at like the weapons. We got to see some weapons we haven't seen in a while. Uh Goldenrod has a really cool double bladed sword. So I'm, yeah, he does. You know, it was Yeah, it was he does. He, he, yeah, it was. It, you know, Connor comes in with a saber and you know, and Kara with his inner with her grips and and then Ethan He had the gun. That's right. He was that was kind of cool actually when he fired up. But then the main thing is you see Tommy and Zeltrex fighting. Yeah, whenever they're in the episode, they're the main thing. Yeah. I mean the trainer drones are in the in the fight as well. Fire ring from Ethan. Yeah, the fight between the two. Oh man, that just so okay. So okay, then you see Goldenrod uh-huh. zoom up into the air, and he goes to become a giant. Oh yeah, 
So I will explain this after the recap. I will explain what this regards to in the footage, but um, it's not related to the equipment that Mesogaki uses. So it's revolving the Super Sentai footage. But yeah, he's a giant now in the city. And here's the thing. Another thing to to notice is there's a a couple of errors by Ranger Wiki um, on their page about a couple of things in this episode. Right. One of the things one of the things is I'll say right now is that Tommy stops the fight between Zeltrix just to call in the Brachio Zord to, to form the Megazord. Yeah. And and then Zeltrix is just probably just waiting there just like oh yeah, he's calling the Zords, I'll just wait here just right. till he's all done. It's only fair. It's, it, I mean it's an error. I mean it's like <laughs> A little tiny error. I was just like thinking, yeah, what's Zoltrex doing on the side? It's like, wait, what the hell are you doing? You're calling your Zords? Oh no. He's probably, I mean, it's only fair, you know? You got a big boy, they get big boy. Like, you know, just big boys <laughs> to beat each other up. <laughs> this show's all about. Yep. Uh, so we see the dinosaur <laughs> once again, the Thundersaurus Megazord had formed again for the second time in this episode. Um, to fight Goldenrod. Every minute I speak on it, <laughs> I say curse things. <laughs> was um, Thundersaurus Megazord? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, we see the Zeltrex and Tommy fight in between the uh, Megazord fight between Goldenrod. Yeah, it was cut um, together pretty well. Yeah, it's cut together. Yeah, see, the weapon you're talking about that he has is called Goldenrod. That's why his name is Goldenrod, because the weapon he uses is a Goldenrod. Uh. So he's like, prepare to be destroyed by Goldenrod. And, and I kind of figured it would be, because his his rod, his sword, his double-bladed sword looks is golden. So yeah. that's why I kind of figured it. So it makes sense, yeah. maybe. Yeah, and instead of amazing. Golden Boy, as the episode suggests, uh, no, he's but yeah, the, we, he's the Golden Boy. Oh, he's the Golden Child, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, Seltrex and Tommy fight keeps going, and they start like bickering on like it's not my only trick, and just like keeps fighting, and they keep fighting. They just keep fighting, uh, fighting, just keep fighting, fighting, fighting. We get like. Back and forth talk between Tommy and Zeltrex, like you're my sworn enemy, and and for it's weird because for this one, Tommy actually like defeats Zeltrex, like for a bit he blows up, and then he's like, "Come back here, fight me." Yeah, and he's like in the ground though, like he got his ass. Yeah, he's like he's gravel. Yeah, he's just like there, just like reaching, like fight me. Because uh, Zeltrex is threatening uh, his students. It's like, nobody threatens my students. <laughs> so he's like, he's so passionate about his students. students. Except me. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Zords are not doing... So, okay, Goldenrod, after this, the fight with Zeltrex, the go- Goldenrod sees Tommy and starts running up towards him and tries to stop him. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot for a second. So this is this is interesting. This is the only episode, the only episode, uh, where a single ranger defeats a giant 
monster. I mean, if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Tommy. Oh, Tommy. So he's got the Brachio staff. And he switches between different modes yeah, on the side. I, I call bullshit on that thing being a staff, by the way. That's a fucking sword. <laughs> he says Brachio staff. I know, uh, but I'm with... calling bullshit on the show. <laughs> He calls. He goes with a wind strike first, which just gives like a big gust of wind at Goldenrod. Oh, this is uh, switches cool. <laughs> switches to earthquake strike now, and he gets like a little crack in the earth, and he falls into it. Uh, and all the rangers are just watching him. <laughs> and then fire strike. He just wham into the ground. And he's just using full power, and you see like the shot of his like the visor, and it's like fire blazing, and it's like and just defeats Goldenrod just like that. And Goldenrod just kind of flies up in the air. And I think he shrinks in the process and just poof, disappears. And then it cuts to Zeltrax, and I got really sad. (laughs) Yeah, and Zeltrax is like, "You're you're like my only family I've ever known." Yeah, I mean, he, I'll have my revenge upon you, dummy Oliver. Like he didn't know the guy long, but you know, still. So yeah, uh, now Valtrex is gonna be fucking angry at Tommy now for the rest of the now series. He's just like be angry before was nothing. Just wait till you see no. what he's gonna do now. Um, so okay, we cut to uh, Trent and on Anton Mercer's house. Uh, Anton Mercer's office. Trent's like, hey, Dad, uh, you're, you're not going to be happy with this. Anymore. I want to talk about what's going on with the cafe. And he's not there at the office. But Trent sees a portal. <gasps> An invisible portal? A visible portal. What? And he gets teleported. Where does he get teleported to? We don't know yet. We'll find out. Oh, keep talking. You have my uh, attention. So An- Anton Mercer walks into the cyberspace like, all right, let's tear down these walls down. We'll keep the computers. We'll save them for, you know, God knows what. And then like, hang on, Haley says, we, you don't own it yet. And that's when uh, the councilwoman Eleanor Sanchez is there just to say, hey, your son talked to us and, you know, well, the land purchase is on hold, so you can't do anything with it. The yeah. day is saved. What 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 legally can they actually do to stop this man from buying the <laughs> the cyberspace? Like it's all nice and good, like you power friendship and yeah, that doesn't fucking mean anything legally. Like like this dude's gonna have that fucking store within like three days. All you're doing is like putting it on hold, and then somebody's gonna look at it and be like, "Why the fuck didn't you let him buy the land? Who cares? Just do it." I love how the councilwoman just like says, "This is a safe haven for learning interaction for the youth of our community. Why are you buying this?" Also, like, uh, I don't know if it's a safe haven because, like, earlier this episode, Ethan was bullying Cassidy. You know, he hacked her computer. He was scaring her. Yeah. This isn't as much of a safe haven as you might think, Miss Congress. Or what did she say? A council lady? It's a councilwoman, Eleanor Sanchez. Councilwoman. Eleanor Sanchez. Not even a member of Congress. Who cares? But yeah, Anton Mercer leaves 
the place. You've seen House of Cards. Now get ready for House of Power Rangers Congress. House of Rangers. House of Rangers, exactly. Um, So we see Trent coming out of the tele, the Invisi portal in front of a Haley Cyrus base. What? So I don't. We don't know if it was a direct portal from the office. At home to in front of Haley Cyrus space. Maybe there was a in between mode that we did not get to see. But I kind of doubt that. I I don't. Trent like is just there, just like days, like uh, looking at at his father, just like uh. uh, uh. Yes. And I. (laughs) Okay, I'll be right there. I found that the expression almost that Anton does, like the movement the uh, reaction was a very mesagogue movement. The way he kind of just rolled uh, his shoulders was very... Um, it, it felt it felt a lot more like mesagogue than uh, Anton Mercer. Oh, yeah, because uh, we believe that they're one and the same. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense it's pretty to fucking do that. obvious, to be honest. Oh, yeah, obviously. It shows the um, for its subtlety. Uh, let me see what else did I miss here. Uh, okay, here's what I want to mention about the Goldenrod sequence of these episodes. Uh, of this episode. Okay, so all the scenes of Goldenrod human-sized was exclusively filmed for America as his oh. counterpart in the Super Sentai was always displayed as a giant. Okay. The shot of Goldenrod turning giant via the golden energy ball was just him teleporting into battle in the original Sentai episode. That makes sense. Um, uh, this is the only time where I ever mention the Super Sentai footage because uh, it's just always interesting to tell the differences between the two shows. Uh, another difference between the Sentai footage and the show here is that his counterpart uh, fought against uh, Dicetron counterpart to impress the city in order to give them a false savior other than the Rangers. So he's like there in the episode as like uh, alternative superhero for the city, I guess, oh. just like showing off saying, because that's why the monster was at, at the beginning, apparently. Oh. Um, the reason this was changed was both because Goldenrod has yet to be created and this would make no sense for a villain to attack another villain um, yeah. yeah the the errors like I mentioned before was of course Tommy summoning the Zords during the battle between Zeltrek just like oh, yeah. uh, but then but at the, at the very beginning though I've noticed like this I noticed this with uh, Dicetron's first words against the Rangers. He was like, what are you looking at? How about a little vacation? Those are like mixed badly together and they meshed ruining the dialogue pacing okay. a little bit, but it was very quick. Uh, very quick indeed. Um, but I will note the Sentai footage taken for this episode was episode five, which was the Megazord fight at the beginning. Okay. 
And then episode eight was used for the fight footage. Oh, all right. So it's, it's roughly around the, the same uh, usage of episodes. This is episode seven of the show, so it's just like mismatching. Is this seven or is this eight? This is seven. And they used Sentai footage from, from episode eight. And uh, it's always interesting to find out what footage they use from the original Super Sentai. So, um, yeah. Eight? Seven was game on. We're on episode seven of the podcast. Because we did the two-parter for the first two. I made an oopsie in my notes. It's okay. I'll I always... Th- this... I, I, Listeners, just help me along. Just try to understand the four, the, what numbers we're at here. God damn Look, just uh, subtract one from wherever, or add one from what podcast it is. Uh, okay, all right. God damn. God damn it. But yeah, that was the episode, it's Golden not a big Boy. Deal. It's not. Look, I'm. I'm not it's sure. Not a big. Look, big fucking I'm deal. Not, it's not a big fucking deal. Uh, <laughs> it's not I'm a big not, fucking deal. This isn't. This isn't. We can't bring those memes in here. Uh, uh, I bet you fucking couldn't have asked any of the actors what episode this is, and they would have known. So I don't. It's not, <laughs> yeah, not it's fine. Important. It's 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 fine. But yeah, this that was the episode, Golden Boy. It was good. Uh, uh, Sean, time for the stats. Oh yes, it is time for the stats. We got there quicker than I thought we would. Um. Hold on, give me one second. I'm bringing them back up. All right. Into the grid. Show data. All right, I'm in. Episode 8. Golden Boy. Uh... So, Mike. What was your best moment of the episode? Now, see, this episode was interesting because... Uh, honestly, I think the best moment, uh, I'm going to take the final takedown from Tommy to Goldenrod. Okay, yeah, that's fair. With his staff. Because that was just badass for him alone to defeat uh, him by himself. So, yeah. And if you want to know the MVP of the episode, because of that best moment, I'm going to say Tommy is the MVP of this episode um, because of that reason. I'm going to give my best moment is going to be Devin blowing up the smoothie. (laughs) Be kidding me. Uh, Go for it. I, 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 I mean, I did... The ridiculous tennis racket scene a couple episodes ago, so I I understand. And my MVP, uh, is my MVP for this episode is Zeltrax. All right, I think this episode actually added a lot to Zeltrax's character, especially with the ending. Uh, and I'm really interested to see if it at all matters going forward. I bet it doesn't. <laughs> but uh, what would you rate the episode? Uh, this was, I 
I would give this a four. Out of you gonna give it a four? Five. All right. Yeah, I'd give give it a solid four. I'm gonna give this uh, same thing I gave last episode a three point five. Um, okay. I thought it was really good. Uh, I th- I do think that the fights were um, not nearly as entertaining i think the story was much better than last episode but the fights weren't nearly as entertaining as last episode so i think it kind of it kind of balances out to about where where uh where last episode was where last episode had some really good fights but some pretty pretty poor story so uh yeah i'm gonna put it at 3.5 yeah i can see that yeah totally agree i just had a little point five inch to mine because uh yeah the story wasn't there the fighting was I get it yeah yeah exactly fighting wasn't bad but um no no it was just this I mean that might be mm, I mean it's got better fighting than Legacy of Power I'll give it that oh all right of course <laughs> uh, other than that yeah. But yeah, all right. That uh, that's it for that part of the episode. Uh, thank you for listening to Into the Grid. Uh, stay tuned f- for next time as we uh, are going to cover the next episode, which is Beneath the Surface, and Sean will be taking coverage of that. Uh, Sean, before we uh, sign off, where can people find you? Yes, you can follow me on Twitter at sean underscore afk. Uh, you can follow this podcast. At go into the grid on Twitter, we are tweeting episodes out. We're tweeting Power Rangers related stuff and uh, all that good stuff. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Mixtape. This podcast in particular is hosted on Anchor, but we're on other platforms. We're on shit, Mike. You did not keep this on hand. Hang on, I've got it. Hang on. We it's are Apple. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, unless you added any more since No. That has been the solid platforms that have been accepted for our podcast to be on. So, yes, if you listen to those other platforms, listen to their anchor. Otherwise, is what we are going to share. Otherwise. Uh, Actually, on anchor, there's an exclusive thing you can do if you want to be a part of this podcast, uh, you can actually leave a voice message for us to listen to. Oh, and we'll re- we will reply back on the episodes. This is like giving feedback or, you know, comments or anything you love about Power Rangers down with Thunder. Yeah, because like if you if you guys want to send in your thoughts about the episode and uh, we'll put them at the beginning of not not the next episode, but the one after that. Or something like that. I don't know. Just send us your thoughts. Talk to us. Interact with us. Yeah. I mean, Anchor does that for us. And uh, I just want to remind you guys about that because not a lot of people do that. And I want you guys to interact with us. We love that. Definitely. Uh, other, other than that, uh, we'll see you guys the next time we morph. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I like that.